Good morning to each of you. It is September 3rd, 2023. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this edition of The Sunday Show. KTOY Radio 104.7 produces The Sunday Show. We bring it to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10. Our phone lines are open, always open, and we welcome your questions and comments at 903-794-1047. The opinions expressed on The Sunday Show are the host only and are representative of KTOY, nor the Texarkana Radio Center. Well, the holiday weekend crept up on us. It has. <laughs> so here and we are in studio. <laughs> this is the last official, unofficial weekend of summer. Is that my correct? Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what they okay. say. So. Well, um, if you play Uno, you might want to know that the owner or the maker of Uno now says, listen, Mm-mm. you cannot play a draw two and then follow it by another draw two. <laughs> really now this is after i know in our house we have uno flip i mean there there's so many variations of the game of uno mm-hmm. so there you have it mm-hmm. now let's talk about some other games or regulations 774 new laws in the state of texas yep as um, of august the first correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now um one is um about <laughs> i want to use the word reigning in um the power of local district attorneys. Yes. So more on same, that. Same thing like they're trying to do in Georgia. And um, another has to do with uh, identification in vehicles. As we know, um, a driver, if uh, law enforcement asks for that uh, license, uh, if you are a passenger, they can ask that now oh, as nice. well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you are required to give it to, to provide it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, 774 new laws. So I encourage one, encourage all, please go over and take a look at those 774. Oh, yeah. Coach Prime, Coach Prime. Yeah, he managed to uh, pull that one managed. off. Against, managed to no, pull that Mark, one off come on. TCU. Come on now. Um, uh, listen, uh, it, listen. Um, we're going to give uh, Coach Prime every opportunity to um, show that he's definitely ready at the high level and uh, with Colorado and um, his young, his son. Yes. Um, did doing exceptionally, um, did very exceptionally well yesterday, uh, over 500 yards in the air. Um, so, you know, he may be the real deal, but it's just one game. Oh, and Mark. We get the opportunity to see <laughs> what it's like. You know, let's talk in December. If we're still seeing that same type of performance from Coach Prime and then and from the Sun, then I'm going to be com- completely convinced. Uh, meanwhile, I just think that Coach Prime put a lot of pressure on him unnecessarily. Um, you know, I think he set himself up that he has to perform at this level but uh we'll see well for me as this uh, tiktok social uh person says for me mm-hmm. it does more than just what's on the field you have an african-american coach at that level mm-hmm. who himself has played mm-hmm. but even um the encouragement the willpower that he presents on the field you know and it's so it speaks loudly because remember you had spectators that said he could not and it would not be done more than just winning the game mm-hmm. him in the leadership seat mm-hmm. so that that says a lot um i think that he did a great job leading at uh hbcus but to be able to extend out mm-hmm. says a lot um mm-hmm. i think it says a lot uh with the caliber of uh style of leadership and the extent to where leadership can run mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, uh, at this time, we're going to call your attention to something uh, local that you might want to uh, make sure that you pin on your calendar this holiday weekend. Uh, Miss Rice. Oh, thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. So, I am a member of the last class to graduate from Dunbar High School. <laughs> and that was the class of 1968. 68. Don't let anyone tell you it was anybody else. It was us. And we will be celebrating our 55th class reunion. Now, I know for some people, they're not even 55 years old, but that's okay. We are going to be celebrating in a grand style October the 13th through the 15th. And we just want to let everyone know if you were from the class of 1968 and you hadn't heard about it, we're having it October the 13th through the 15th. If you were from the class of 1969 and you might think, I have a kindred spirit with the people from 1968, you know, uh, we're still having a, a blast. And it's going to take place on October the 13th through the 15th. Now, let me tell you just a little bit. Uh, let me also tell you that uh, Cheryl Rogers is our treasurer. So if you know Cheryl, her home address so yes we're doing it old school with a stamp and an envelope uh 603 oak hill road Texarkana, texas so if you would like to um reserve your spot don't forget to contact cheryl rogers at 603 oak hill road and just to give you a just a preview of what we'll be doing on Friday is our registration and that will take place at the Texarkana Convention Center and if you think that you can uh, do spades, dominoes, bit whiz or any other kind of game better than anybody else then that's the place to be <laughs> uh, on Saturday uh, of course breakfast because you cannot after having stayed up all night playing cards bit whiz and dominoes you're going to need some food to eat and so on Saturday we're going to go to breakfast together and then on Saturday night, there, there will be our nice banquet and gala. And, of course, if you're not a member of our class, but you'd like to come, it's $50. Uh, and it's going to be held at the Texarkana Convention Center on the Texas side. Mm -hmm. Then Sunday. Sunday, because, you know, we still believe in going to church. So we're going to have worship service at Dunbar. Mm. And after that, we're going to have brunch. So we're really going to have a jam pack two days. Thank you for allowing me to make this announcement. All right. Um, we're going to be right back after this commercial. And then we're going to get into what we normally do on the first weekend of each month. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent. I am Dee Dee with Texarkana Radio Center and Miss Sherry Noble. I wanted to call you and tell you we called your name out as the $10,000 winner. For real? I won $10,000. You won $10,000. What do I figure out there? I have never won nothing like that. Now get ready to ride in the fall on a new Honda ATV. Details soon from KTOY. Do you really think it's a good idea to buy insurance on the internet? After all, insurance is not a commodity like a coffee maker. It's a contract to protect what you value most. Your home, car, business, even your life. When it comes to insurance, you need someone close to home. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness 
or call us at 903-831-2000. Taco Bell's new grilled cheese dipping taco is, uh, well, it's completely new. It's got a fresh fried white corn shell filled with cheese and new slow braised shredded beef with even more cheese grilled outside the shell. But what makes it really special is the dip. It comes with two sauces and you dip in one or both. Red sauce, then nacho cheese sauce, maybe more red sauce. This is a next level taco situation that'll have you acting brand new. The new grilled cheese dipping taco. Get one on the Taco Bell app today. At participating U.S. Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact store for participation which varies. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think for a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Avoid possible delays in reaching 911 in the event of an emergency by making sure your school complies with Carey's Law. As of September 2016, all schools and businesses with multi-line telephones must provide direct access to 911. That means no additional outbound numbers, such as 9 plus 911 to reach emergency services. For more information, please visit Texas911.org slash carries law. You've already been the victim of a careless driver, and now you find yourself at the mercy of a billion-dollar insurance company. Don't be a victim twice. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law Office, and I can help you through this process. So give me a call at 903-823-3000. We're located at 3918 Texas Boulevard here in Texarkana. I'm Monty Murray, and I'm telling you, don't be a victim twice. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. We're here in Studios KTOY, the Sunday show um, for another weekend. Um, first Sunday crosstalk uh, is kicking off here in just a few minutes. Um, good morning to those of you who are just now joining us and welcome back to those um, that have been with us starting at the nine o'clock hour we're hoping that you uh, stay tuned into us um, until the top or the tip starting of the 10 o'clock hour you are always welcome to call 903-794-1047 with your questions or comments all right so in in kicking off our crosstalk panel as uh, many of you know we usually have about two segments or so if it gets real gritty we have more than that and sometimes it's a collabo as our world is very multi-complex it is and so uh in round one 
or episode one or chapter one or whatever you want to call it jacksonville mm. let's talk jacksonville wait let's 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 let everybody know who's here today uh lamoya I'm well sure when know. you have a monthly gathering mark mm-hmm. then those individuals are no longer guests oh that's they're panelists they just panelists they everybody just and so panelists are therefore in a stability mannerism can introduce <laughs> themselves correct okay well let's go ahead and let them introduce themselves this morning please by all means oh okay then well a panelist i am proud to be uh good morning this is joanne rice my prior announcement about the Dunbar High School class of 1968 <laughs> celebrating 55 years of glorious high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Good morning. This is Dr. James Anthony Morris, and I like it when you introduce me, Mark. Oh, okay. I see. Well, it's, hey, it's all good. Everybody knows you guys are here, and we're certainly glad to have you, as we always do each month. And as um, um, as Lamoya has said, uh, um, hey, you guys are already here. Everybody knows what's going on. We're going to go ahead and start the first uh, um, the first segment with uh, Jacksonville. Um, for those of you who are not aware, um, there was a another ro- racially motivated um, murder. We're just going to call it what it is. Uh, a racially motivated murder where you had a white supremacist who uh, went into a Dollar General store and um, you know. Uh, killed one uh, individual outside and then went inside and killed two others, one of them being an employee, a young person that was there just trying to earn a few dollars, you know, to, to make it. And um, and uh, they uh, he eventually uh, turned the weapon on himself and he killed himself. But uh, we, are, we are still seeing this. Um, you know, everybody is aware of what happened in Buffalo over a year ago uh, with the murder of 10 people. Now we had another um, um, racially charged uh, murder in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's been on the news. I'm sure everybody's quite aware. So, you know, let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Morris, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Well, my thoughts is, first of all, uh, I'm tired of <laughs> my thoughts and prayers are with you from politicians mm-hmm. uh, when they have the right uh, and, and they can do something about this. Um, as you know, Governor Ron DeSantis was booed heavily, and he should have been booed because he relaxed the laws. And then we find out that he had so much money in contributions from the uh, firearm industry. Recently, I was at an event, and the assistant police chief of Texarkana, I asked him the question, how do you all feel about all these lax laws? And he said, we lobbied in Texas against it. And I just think it's a shame that the the legislators who are elected to defend the people, whether it's Florida, whether it's Texas, all the states that are relaxing laws, mm-hmm that they put money and guns before the people mm-hmm. and before the people who are uh, charged to and paid to protect and serve us. If a uh, police association comes to you and says this law is going to hurt the community, this law is going to put guns in people's hands and it's going to cause us harm, then they should listen to the professionals. They're not out there. So 
when I look at Florida, I look at Texas, and I look at all the shootings, and uh, and I just say to myself, when are the people going to stand up and demand that the gun laws be changed? You know, this is behind Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, the shooting in Orlando. Mm-hmm. The, the club, 49 and, people killed. And so yeah. the bottom line is, is the madness has to stop because we're the only nation in the world that has these mass shootings. And we're the only nation in the world that there are more guns sold than people in the United States. That's correct. For every 100 citizens in the United States, there are 125 guns. That's correct. So the second thing I asked him was, uh, you said y'all got 500 guns off the street in Texarkana. I said, with all the gun shows that come to Texarkana and the <laughs> convention center on the Arkansas and Texas side, you know it's 500 guns sold in one day. Mm-hmm. So y'all, y'all just, you know, uh, uh, y'all are in a, a, a non-win situation when the gun shows come to Texarkana. And I, I noticed when on Sundays they're parked all the way across the hotel, they're across all the eateries. And people are going to the gun shows on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I said, you can't win when that many people are going to buy guns. Mm-hmm. That's my take. Well, th- unfortunately, um, the argument that you that this pretty much posed um, in, in regards to this is, um, and of course now uh, President Biden has uh, wrote an executive order to try to put a limitation on um, the guns uh, being sold at uh, gun shows, but um, the the thing is, the Second Amendment people um, are arguing that you're limiting their ability to be able to purchase that. And it, see, it, again, on both sides of this debate, you know, we talk about the issue with uh, the guns and being able to purchase the guns in particular. Again, this is just another one of those uh, people who uh, acquired an AR-15, this assault rifle, and we, we've talked about this on the show many times. And then on the other side, you talked about mental illness. And then they were saying, well, uh, mental illness is the reason why that these people do that. I'm not going to argue that. I'm going to say that there are some people who do have mental illness. We all know. But in this case, it hasn't been declared. That's correct. So that's that's off the table. That, that was going to be my point. We can't have that discussion uh, about what mental illness is because nobody has said anything about this. This is just an individual or groups of individuals that's in this country who is just determined to murder people just because of the race, their creed, or their color. Now, of course, this um, individual has wrote uh, several manifestos, and they're going through all that stuff, and they're going to release that all to the public, all fine and good, that has all of these racially uh, epithets in it and and all these other things that he's saying that he just doesn't like about African Americans. All of that's going to be divulged here pretty soon. And, of course, the weapon was garnished with swastikas and all of that other food that's going on. But... The issue for me in, in regards, and I've had 
many conversations about this in particular with gun owners um my my issue is now you again as lamoya said that issue has been taken off the table because that has not been determined so you know but their argument is that so well you know it's people who have mental illness that do this so my my, my thing is this what, let me let me get this out though my thing is yeah People have mental illness, but we can't walk up to them and identify and say, hey, you got a problem. But I think I think you can't group it. The shooting is is one. It's shooting is happening. That's that's general. Right. right. You have to be careful, though, in generalizing so fast. Now, it's one thing to say in general. Yes, there's shooting that's occurring. That's that shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. This situation there is no assuming what we do know is he directly wrote the manifesto that's correct he gave you exactly his why that's right whereas in previous situations there there isn't as much in in many of them a direct shot as to why we have to kind of go and plunder and figure out per se now Mm -hmm. we can assume a little stronger why Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but in this particular case Mm -hmm. he directly told you his why yeah so that is priority in this case in this case, you see, so right. when you go to mental illness, that's on down the list. Right, but that has to be evaluated. What he said as regards to race does not necessarily need to be, mm-hmm. which is our problem right now in America. Is we're waiting for the evaluation right. to be able to confirm what someone's charge should be in a racially motivated case. Mm-hmm. So again, in, in, there there's a thin line that you need to separate, give some room to some of this it, as you look at each case, not group them. This man directly said. Left evidence. Right. I do not like black people. Okay, so let, let's just think about the fact that being a racist is not mental illness. Okay. Correct. And it's I, okay. I, it's I, okay I, to I be agree. a racist. It's, yeah. Correct. Racist, uh, so the one, one way to, I'm just going to say it again. Correct. Oh, well, I do it though. Um, the one way is if every African American that can afford an AR-15 go out and buy one, <laughs> that'll, that'll stop all of this. Then, then AR-15s will become illegal. And as by any as, means, we are not promoting. No, we're not promoting. No, we're no, I'm not promoting no, that. I'm no. just saying. No. I'm saying uh, if uh, I'm saying in a dream world. In a dream world, mm-hmm. uh, because that's the only way this kind of stuff is going to stop. Right? It's, it's, we can talk about it, we can pray about it, we can do whatever we want to do. Being a racist is not considered a mental illness. And don't forget, we can't even say the word racist. I mean, and we can't say that in public. We can't say that at schools. We cannot tell people that their feelings of hatred against someone else is considered. Racism. Well, and then when we say someone else, there's a subset. Yes. So, you you know, what we're also seeing at this same time, which will also, I'm interested to see how this plays out in this particular case, yeah, is too. this growing phenomenon of flipping the paradigm of who's racist and how. <laughs> and correct. so, mm-hmm. you know, you, you cannot, when you are not threatened or left out, um, and, and there's a whole dynamic uh, layout of definition of, of racism, discrimination, and whatnot, you're seeing the paradigm flip where the majority is saying um, you're being racist towards us because you're asking, if you will, for the respect, the camadre, the inclusion to be considered. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it raises a direct shot. He told you. Yeah, he just said, play he out. Told I you. just don't like black and people. And so now yeah. we're not even, I only want to use the word wait. Mm-hmm. We're going to see if that's even considered as priority in this case as hate crime because, you know, there's the struggle with 
you know, hate crimes the, the and, and yeah, laws and mm-hmm. that thereof to see where this is placed in this case to make it go. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be glad when it is possible for us each time we see someone that doesn't look like us and say we're fearful because evidently all you have to say is that you saw an African-American sitting in a car and you were fearful. So now which has been the case yes so Mm -hmm. now if we see i guess when we go to dollar stores dollar general dollar tree if we see somebody that doesn't look like us in our neighborhood sitting in a car we should call the police and say i'm fearful because that seems to be the thing to do well the interesting piece in this is the places that it occurred Mm -hmm. the first stop you know and and the idea that um, the manifesto or the writings that were left came after mm-hmm. you know the knowledge of where he example he went to a dollar general well, so well, that tells you his mindset actually he initially went to an HBCU well yes right. but his final stop was a dollar I'm just using the dollar store mm-hmm. right now as an example mm-hmm. right. and so that tells you even down to his final days where his mind was in his moves and his motives day by day minute by minute were racist Mm -hmm. it's let me go where i think this particular population assembles well i think that right i know that i can get the maximum so now you know this is publicized so now you know and we've seen this before Mm -hmm. this is not the first time you know we've got churches you know and the hbcus have been facing bomb threats day in day out day in day out so you know again have we been on deaf ears dr morris and will this be a highlight do we think to to know or or say hey now is the time we need to do something now well your point is a good point Lamoya, because not only uh, did he know he did he go there but remember the uvalde shooting yes you know and remember the other shooting where'd they go walmart mm-hmm. you know um the shooting before you all, they went to Walmart, mm-hmm. you know, in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they knew the what a lot of Hispanics were going to be right, and yeah. so that that's nothing new. And when they go to black churches, you know, that's my denomination where the nine were killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bottom line is 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 this: what to your point, what they have to hide the word racism. They have called it woke. Mm-hmm. And that's the word that hides racism, racism. for them. Mm-hmm. That we are now making them feel bad with the word woke. That we are going too far with our education on telling the truth mm-hmm. about what happened mm-hmm. in slavery, what happened. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole indoctrination that they are doing through social media and other things because guess what? That young boy that went up to Wisconsin. What was he done? Rittenhouse, you talking about? Yeah, he was indoctrinated mm-hmm. that he thought that white people were <laughs> were in trouble. Mm-hmm. So they're using that to justify this. And some of these people, where I think the cases are hate crimes, they're flipping them and saying they're not hate crimes. Mm-hmm. They're flipping them, just say they're murder or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's not the case. Because when you look at the police forces that are being uh, investigated by the Justice Department, you can see that there's an indoctrination that is going on. And an indoctrination is what is causing these young people to flip. Mm-hmm. Just like we want to teach ABCs mm-hmm. and teach our kids to have pride, mm-hmm. they're teaching their kids to have what? Hate. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. But the order that we're teaching... What- 
we flip let's you know i mentioned earlier we flip that paradigm we're saying you all are racist because of the the plethora or the diverse books you want on the shelf which mm. speak of the truth mm-hmm. um you're racist when you speak against when when you um redlining or uh you know you the calling out when i call you to the carpet um it's more than just i need you to respect me respect who and what all that i am mm-hmm. then you're racist you know then we use no, you're woke yeah well you're woke. Th- race yeah so <laughs> then you're you're then you take exampling if you will of african americans and you put them on a stage and you say he doesn't think so you know and we've all experienced that you pick that one token right so now we're doing that on the political stage we're calling in speakers there's like this increase of it so when you do a calling you're like chicken little the sky's falling, the sky's falling, mm-hmm. and no one is, you know, so we're, we're, we're influencing others to become numb. And if there's a reteaching, and I do say re, there's a reteaching that is, is going to erode because we need to change what we see to match what is. Like, it, you know, but it isn't. Does that make sense? So if you if you take uh, if uh, you, you take out the me. truth, if you take out the truth, remember you're removing books, you're rewriting laws. Mm-hmm. Okay, then every time you go to speak, I put tape on your mouth. I'm gonna put someone like you on the stage or a poster child, if you will, or whatever, and they're gonna speak and say, no, that those times are over. Yeah, well, that doesn't exist. We no longer have why a need for that. Yeah. Why don't you all play? With us, mm-hmm. but we've always had that. Uh, we got it now. Tim Scott, the man's been stopped twenty some times for driving while black, but he says there is no racism. So to Lamoy's point, he's on the stage. Mm-hmm. He's on. I don't know how long he's gonna be on the stage mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with the debates because he ain't getting no support. But he's on the stage mm-hmm. saying that there is no racism when he is voting for what. Racist policies. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the point that I was making initially, and and I, I please don't understand. I'm not trying to make mental illness as the key because it's not in this case. We know for a fact that it's not. But what I was saying is, they 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 use that as the scapegoat. But the problem here is we can't identify people who have these problems. We can't initially say we know that this person, other than if we just, everybody's spying on his Facebook page. Or we go okay? to his room. Right, or go to his room or something <laughs> yeah. like that, right? We won't know that. But the issue here is being able to acquire these weapons of war. You know, and now, now we're going to get into a conversation that a lot of people don't want. Because I know a lot of people who are gun owners and they got these weapons and they're like, yeah, well, you know, I'm the, that's fine. There are some people out there who got enough sense not to do that. But there are some whose mentality is so poor, they will rush right out and purchase these weapons of war, which is AR-15s, AKs, whatever it is that you got, and then go out and then commit these murders. And so my thing is, yeah, we can't do anything uh, to say, okay, we, this person, we know that this person was a, a a known racist because we haven't been to their house. We don't know what they're looking like on their Facebook page. But we can do something about the guns. We can put a stop to but the purchase. But it does speak to racism if, if and when the crime is committed, Mark, and we look at the style or the approach to the crime. Right. But if we... 
if they don't have the ability to purchase the weapon, if they can't, they mean have anyone, anybody. Yeah, I'm following you with yeah, that. Anyone, I don't care who it is. But if what's you, the, the the motto? Right. All these years, guns right. don't what? Oh yeah, guns don't guns kill. Don't it's the people, people that kill. Yeah, people I understand that. That's the motto. All these years. Yeah, right. but the fact but of the matter is, but when you got a when you got more guns yeah. than people, yeah. then what are you doing? Yeah. You're yeah. inviting. You're inviting. That's that correct. Kind of trouble because and what? If even if you can't purchase a gun, mm-hmm. guess what? You can get a gun. Correct. From somebody you can who got a lot who of guns. got a lot of guns. That's right. And, so and he, but, I was pumping gas mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and this guy was talking about to this other guy, and they couldn't have been more than 22, 23. Mm-hmm. They were t- the, the guy at the pump. I won't call a retailer, but it's a big. Re- they were talking about the gun show mm-hmm. and how many guns they. This one guy mm-hmm. who may have been twenty one said he had seven guns, mm-hmm. and he was going to the gun show to acquire more. More guns. And the other mm-hmm. guy said, "You just got seven? He said, "I've already got ten, mm-hmm. and they twenty one." Mm-hmm. And I'm saying. To do what with? Right. But that's just my point. <laughs> so that, that, that's, that's part of what? my point. But that's, see, that's okay, so when you spoke to the anxiety or the rush of the need of the gun, mm-hmm. let us consider this too. And I get, I, I don't want to ask this on air, and, and we're only using this as an example. I'm not right. saying this exactly. in relative mm-hmm. to anyone in this studio. Mm-hmm. But if you are in a room and 20 people in that room have guns, mm-hmm. The, the the thought that an individual, if they know prior to that, that, that if I step in this room, everyone in there has one, mm-hmm. the likelihood that that person is going to have is going to go get one. Absolutely. Too. Because and, and so you have to think about that just for a second when you think of the anxiety, you know, the remorse. So if, if they call for war or something right now, mm-hmm. it's going to be like bread and butter that's needed before a storm. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to rush out or toilet paper, if you will. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to rush out and go get it. So some of this has to do with anxiety mm-hmm. that also has to do with who all is owning guns because they're not just Caucasian owners. Oh no. Okay. Absolutely so not. I want to be clear of that as Absolutely well. Absolutely not. Right? Yep. Um it's just the the statistics and the reality is is that most of the time what we're seeing in these heinous crimes are not people that look like us Mm -hmm. that are doing the mass shootings Mm -hmm. we need to make sure that we clear the air with that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i myself know several that own more than three guns Uh, but uh, they but that look like us but they will also tell you that exact example i'm not going to walk around here exactly you see yep so let us be clear of that now that is a very humane very you know we're humans here absolutely and i have no problem with that i understand the need for them for people to want to have that in particular to have that because they just want to make the playing field level i get it but the if if it's if if, so for them it's safety it's safety but the point is that we and we've talked about this on the show in the last 10 to uh, 20 uh, mass murders that we have the the majority of these murders were committed by this particular weapon which should not be in the, on the hands streets. of civilians that's my issue I, I don't have a problem listen if a person a person wants to have a weapon to protect their family and to protect their home I got no problem with that right my problem is you why are you going out to buy these high power weapons, these 223s and these 556s and you go out there and you buy these weapons and you know that there are weapons of war people in Ukraine are using these weapons right. this is not for the streets of the United States right 
right. And so what we find ourselves is every time we have one of these incidences, um, we have a person who goes out and garnish these weapons, and then next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. And then my issue is, why are we still allowing the purchase of these weapons? At one time before, they weren't allowed to. Right. Remember? Until the Bush administration decided not to repeal, to let that law go. You weren't able. But you're still able to buy these weapons. So if you take these weapons out of their hands, you can reduce it. This is going to stop it, period. I have a question, Ms. Rice and Mr. Morris. So let's say we take the AR, which I understand is an extremely deadly weapon. It should be off the streets, Some a weapon of war, understood. If we remove the okay. AR-15, do we think this will reduce the number of shootings? Because you still have tons of other types right. of guns. Before the they answer, let's, let's take a quick break on that. Okay. Right. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show. And Mark White, brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. You need insurance for your car, your home, and even your life. You could spend all day doing it yourself, and you may not get it right. Or you could work with a professional insurance agent. We give you choices, and you decide. Go with a pro right here in town. This is State Farm agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Look local first and you are helping our community. Small business rely on us to look local first and your support is truly appreciated. Music is the life of any party and for the best DJ around, contact Fabian Thrash on Facebook. Weddings, parties, karaoke or anything, Fabe will bring your event to life. Call Fabe's Mobile DJ Service 903-748-7374. Fabe's Mobile DJ Service makes a good night better. For guns, ammo, accessories, gunsmithing, and repairs, plus shooting training and practice, head to Alpha Defense Industries, formerly Texarkana Gun Barn and Range. Open every day except Monday. Alpha Defense Industries is west of Texarkana, off Highway 67 at County Road 1214. When it comes to insurance, don't settle for less than the best. I'm State Farm Agent Kelly Ashbrook, and you can get great rates and personal service from local people. Call me at 903-223-8100. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Help local business by looking local first. Every time you make a purchase from a local business, you are helping the entire community. Look local first.